Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine radio show. Warning, objects in this show may sound smarter and larger than they actually are. Now, I invite you to sit back, relax, the smoking lamp is lit. Here's your host, Brian Levine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pipes Magazine radio show. Yes, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining weekly pipe smoking broadcast. And I am your host, Brian Levine, coming to you on uh, (laughs) Tax Day. Tax Day in the USA. More on that coming up at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, also today, I've got a dentist appointment. So, uh, yeah, taxes, dentists, had there been a uh, colonoscopy, it would have been the trifecta of days. But, um, no, not all on the same day. Uh, anyway, uh, just a reminder, you must be of legal smoking age, wherever you are, to listen to this show around the world. And I mention around the world because tonight my guest is uh, Javon, and uh, he's a forum moderator from... The country of Azerbaijan. So you'll hear what uh, what we talked about, and uh, just a just a great guy. It was a lot of fun to meet him and talk to him, and you'll get to hear that in just a bit. In uh, pipe parts. So the question came up again a couple times in the last ten days or so about uh, first time pipe buyers. So I'm going to give you my recommendations for what a first time pipe buyer needs to get in order to get a good start at, uh, starting out in pipes. So any of your friends or family or whatever that want to start smoking a pipe, listen to what I've got to say coming up in uh, pipe parts. Uh, we are now, uh, what, uh, just under, uh, three weeks away from the Chicago pipe show. And, uh, as a reminder to all, uh, my son's graduating on that Friday here in North Carolina with his master's degree. And I will be, uh, there attending the graduation and then arriving in Chicago Saturday morning around noon. And we'll be there all the rest of Saturday and all day Sunday. So I'm looking forward to seeing as many of you as possible at the Chicago Pipe Show. Uh, And I'll uh, try to stay away from all the pictures and tweets and stuff of the fun and stuff going on on Thursday and Friday that I'll be missing out on. But I will see you all then, so looking forward to it. All right, so let's get the show rolling. Everybody sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you all for tuning in, and here we go. So, what does a new pipe smoker need? Alright, I'm not going to talk about technique on how to smoke a pipe or how to pack a pipe or how to light a pipe. Those are all uh, those are all personal preferences that any new pipe smoker needs to figure out over time. And there's, you know, you've heard many different styles and suggestions on this show. There's tons of great YouTube videos. Uh, there's tons of information out there for somebody that is starting out with, uh, with pipe smoking to grasp an idea of the different methods and techniques. So the first thing, and I, and I, I, I go back to, uh, I go back to my youth and my dad, a musician would say that a student needs a good quality instrument because a good quality instrument will work better for the student than a cheap one. The professional musician doesn't need the best equipment possible because they're already really good and they can work around the problems of a lesser instrument. Now, when it gets, you know, when you get going and you get into the real pros, then you want the best quality because you're looking for the little nuances. So, when you look at pipes, I like to think of pipes in uh, in three categories. And there's the uh, the low end pipes that are baskets or board pipes or no name pipes. Then you get into the branded pipes, and then you get into the handmaids or high grade pipes. We'll just call them high grades. And that's where you start having an individual artisan on there, or you you get up a yeah. Let's say that price wise, we're talking uh, currently under sixty bucks, sixty to two hundred, and then two hundred plus, just for simplicity's sake. So I think one of the biggest mistakes that every pipe smoker has gone through and suffered through is buying the least expensive pipe possible to start off with. 
Now, we all know that those least expensive pipes may not be drilled the best. It may not be the best aged briar. It may not be the... Uh, uh, it, it may not be the uh, the finest details on a stem. So any of your friends that are starting out, I'm going to suggest that you have them look for a entry price level Savinelli or Rossi, an entry price level Peterson, or uh, yeah, there's a ton of brands in there. Briarworks has some pipes down in the lower, just under $100 range. Get them convinced and get them committed with the price of a $60 to $100 pipe purchase for their first one. First of all, it's going to be drilled better. It's going to be aged uh, aged better. It's going to be made better and won't have all those little weird gurgle spots in it. It'll take a pipe cleaner in most shapes in most cases relatively easily. The stem's going to be more comfortable. The hand feel is going to be more comfortable. And the other thing is, if you go into you, know, you go into a shop and you spend twenty five or thirty bucks on a basket pipe, and you try smoking it twice, and then it goes into a drawer. Well, if the new smoker commits to a pipe in the sixty or a hundred dollar range, that's a little bit more of a financial commitment to try to get this to work out. So they're going to spend more time with the pipe, and the pipe's going to be better for them. Now, I can take a basket pipe. I've been doing this for a while. I can take a basket pipe and I can work it and get it to smoke right. I'm not exactly a brand new pipe smoker. So what we're doing by getting these guys into this 60 to $100 price range or getting them up over into a decent pipe is we're getting them over that hump where they have to worry about customizing the pipe or figuring out what's wrong with the pipe and tweaking it or uh, learning how to look for the really good one in the batch we're getting them into a pipe that they are committed to working with and they are willing to spend the time and the money on it and it's going to work well for them Uh, the next thing i want them to do and i've talked about this on a couple of different occasions is Start out with the with the hallmark tobaccos of different varieties. If they're looking at a uh, if they're in a tobacco shop or online and they want to start out small, buy a one ounce bag of a Virginia, a one ounce bag of an aromatic, and a one ounce bag of an English. Maybe even try them with a Virginia Perique, but you want to suggest to them that they start out with just a one ounce bag and work their way through it and try the different smoking techniques, packing styles and smoking techniques on them. Obviously, you know, that way they'll find out what their wheelhouse is. Uh, perfect examples of these that you can find in bulk anywhere is, uh, you know, one Q is a great aromatic to start with. Uh, Dunhill's 965 in bulk is a good example of a place to start or uh, some of the, you know, just pick and poke around. There's a couple of Sutliff blends that are good, mild to medium Englishes that are good starters. And then, you know, find a, find a straight Virginia that you like or that you can suggest to them. Anyway, you want to get them into finding out what kind of a, what wheelhouse are they in. Uh, make sure they have a decent tamper with a poker and a, you know, the, the check pipe tool is a great simple tool. I have one sitting right here on my desk right now that I use to clean out the pipe afterwards. And commit them to buying a full pack of pipe cleaners so that they know and understand how to use the pipe cleaners after each bowl. But again, the, the, the key thing to me is get them started, get them committed with some with a decent quality pipe and then they'll be off and running without having that experience that we all had where you start off with a inexpensive pipe and a uh, not so good aromatic blend or a blend an aromatic blend that is uh, past its prime and they fry their tongues because you know the best thing we can do is help our friends and advise our friends and uh as you'll hear when uh, Javon talks, there's not a lot of advice in local tobacconists, even here in the U.S. So, all right, there you go. 
Uh, comments or questions, email me, Brian, at PipesMagazine.com or post them on the Pipes Magazine radio show page on PipesMagazine.com. And in just a moment, Javon will be on the phone with me. This is Internet Radio. Smokingpipes.com has been my family's tradition for over 10 years. My granddad enjoys his evening pipe on the front porch. My father prefers his in the study, and well, me, I like to hang outside the local coffee shop with a pipe in one hand and my smartphone in the other. The best selection is at SmokingPipes.com. They always have the exact pipe I'm looking for. Savinelli, Peterson, Dunhill, and great stuff from dozens of top artisans around the world. Plus, they have over 70 tobacco brands with 750 blends to choose from. Lighters, tampers, tobacco jars, yep, they have that too. But the best part about SmokingPipes.com is that it's easy to order from my computer, tablet, or even my smartphone. And if Granddad has trouble with technology, he can always call them at 1-888-366-0345. I heard that. Do you think I'm deaf? I'm the one who told you about SmokingPipes.com, and I had a smartphone before you. You kids today, blah, blah. SmokingPipes.com. Make it your family tradition. Welcome back to the Pipes Magazine radio show. And uh, joining me via Skype and half, almost halfway across the world, so maybe the furthest away, well, maybe maybe the furthest away from me of a guest that we've ever had, is uh, pipe smoker and forum moderator Javan Shir Safarov. Did I say that? Did I say your name right? Um, yes, Brian. That was correct. Thank you. <laughs> And from now, we'll just call you Javon. How's that? As that sounds perfect. So, Javon, welcome to the Pipes Magazine radio show. Um, it's good to be here, uh, Brian, and it's uh, thanks for the opportunity and thanks for the call. I'm really glad that I'm here. Now, tell tell everybody where where are you from? Um, I'm actually from a small country called Azerbaijan. Um, I guess I'm the only pipe smoker from Azerbaijan on the forum. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I'm, it's just a small country. Um, it's between Asia and U- Europe. So uh, it's called actually Caucasia. And um, yeah, there are small, some small countries around us. And we are on the um, east side of Turkey, um, south of Russia and um, west of Caspian Sea, and yeah, um, I guess that's that's all I can say about Azerbaijan. I can talk more, but I don't want people to uh, to bother people. <laughs> this is not a show about travel; it's a show about pipe smoking. So, yeah, uh, when did right. you when did you start smoking a pipe? Um, well, I I started in 2015, actually three years ago. I have been a cigar smoker since 2009 but i started smoking pipes in 2015 it was just before a week or two before my birthday so i just decided to smoke start smoking pipes and then i started and is it is it common for in in azerbaijan for pipe smoking or is cigar smoking more popular no, it's not. It's not. Uh, actually, there are just few cigar smokers and pipe smokers in Azerbaijan. There are lots of cigarette smokers and people mostly smoke hookahs here, but yeah. um, they don't prefer pipes or cigars at all. Is, uh, is there a lot of cigarette smoking? Yes, yes, there is. And I'm just interested in the in in your part of the world in the in the tobacco market because it's a former Soviet republic. I would assume a lot of the cigarettes are the very strong, either uh, Turkish or Russian style cigarettes. Well, um, actually, during the 1990s and even the in the beginning of the 2000s, um, people were smoking very strong cigarettes. As you, as you have mentioned, but right now they are smoking very light cigarettes. I don't know why they are going, probably just they are getting used to the lighter ones, so that's why they prefer <laughs> light cigarettes. But they used to smoke really strong cigarettes back in 1990s. So I remember my uncles and my, my uh, all the people I knew, they were smoking really strong cigarettes. 
But yeah, nowadays they just smoke very light ones. I don't understand why. <laughs> and, and why the uh, why did you get interested in smoking cigars first? Um, I was actually uh, a student studying in Korea, uh, South Korea, and um, it was 2009. I went there with a scholarship program. In 2008, I studied Korean language for a year, and after that, I just got interested in cigars. I don't know why. I probably saw it in a movie or something like that. I don't remember well. And I got interested in cigars, and uh, there were some friends of mine who were from South America, and I asked some of them to bring some cigars to me from their own countries so I can try so that's how I started smoking cigars, and since then I have been smoking cigars occasionally. But during the recent, um, let's say, three or four years, I'm smoking more than ever. And um, yeah, actually my uh, history, my story, sorry, my story about the pipe smoking is very interesting because um, after smoking cigars for a while, I switched to cigarettes somehow. I just tried to, uh, I just wanted to try the cigarettes. So I was um, rolling my own cigarettes and I went to a tobacco shop here in Azerbaijan. You know, they are not very, um, how can I say, professional or they are not very doing their jobs that well as yeah. you are used to the ones in the States. They are just ordinary people just doing the business. So um, they just, the guy, I asked for a t tobacco and the guy handed me uh, Captain Black, actually, Captain Black uh, Gold, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. And I thought it was uh, rolling tobacco. So I came home, I rolled it, I tried to smoke it and I couldn't. And then I was reading the label, it said Captain Black Pipe Tobacco. And I was like, wow, Pipe, pipe Tobacco, what's that? Then I went uh, to the internet, I searched. And the first thing uh, I, I saw was coming from Pipes magazine, and I went there and I read about I read about pi uh, pipe smoking and tobacco types and blah blah, and then I went ahead and searched more and more and more, and then I started smoking. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, that that's my story actually about starting uh, pipes. So you so you got your first pipe tobacco by accident. Yes, yes, it was an accident. I was trying to, and I tried to roll it, you know, like a cigarette. Yeah. I tried to roll it. Yeah. Well, I will tell you that all the tobacco, all, all the, the, the tobacco buyers and the people in the pipe tobacco factories, when they are taste testing, they roll the tobacco in cigarette papers so that they get a pure taste of it. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so now, so you were very advanced when you began. Oh, I see. I see. I, I thought they were trying in clay pipes to to get the natural taste of the tobacco. Only the uh, only the very fancy tobaccos. The uh, the the traditional tobacco factory people that are just taste testing for quality control. They just take a handful and roll it in a paper and smoke it. Oh, I see. Do they inhale it or do they just taste it? Well, probably both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see. So you were so wait a second. You besides speaking English, you speak Korean. Uh what other yeah, languages I, do you speak? Um well, Azerbaijan language is my native language. I used to study in I studied in a Turkish school, so I speak Turkish. Um I speak Russian and I speak Korean and English. Oh, well that's just a few. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, when have you gone? When you were in Turkey, did you see any of the Mirsham pipes or any uh, any of the Mirsham there? Oh, uh, actually, I studied in a Turkish school in Azerbaijan. Ah, okay. But 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 uh, yes, I I have visited Turkey several times. Um, like maybe, I I I stumbled many times actually alone and with my wife. Both, uh, but um, I haven't seen pipe smokers a lot, but I have seen Mirsham pipes, right? Uh, they have some uh, tobacco shops that sell really good Mirshams, and then there are 
uh, bazaar kind of places that sell just souvenir type meerschaums. Yeah. So yeah, there are a lot. You can see a lot. I, I remember entering to a Grand Bazaar. It's uh, in the center of Istanbul. Um, there were like probably hundreds of meerschaums staying stand, standing there, and then, uh, but I didn't know it was a like. Um, genuine one or it's just a block meerschaum so I didn't know what it was they were just like the uh, souvenirs for the tourists so I didn't pay too much attention so you so you have some Captain Black tobacco where did you get your first pipe from oh I got my first pipes from uh, actually pipes and cigars um pipesandcigars.com I I uh, ordered from them. I ordered uh, some corn cup pipes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, some corn cup pipes, because that's what people were um, trying to. You know, people on the forum were trying to help me, and they. That's what we on the forum offer to many people because we don't want them to spend lots of money on the pipes before yeah. starting the hobby. So uh, that's how I started. I. Uh, purchased some uh, corn cup pipes and some tobacco and then I started and then I was like oh, okay I like it I like it better than cigars so <laughs> and um, yeah I was then I ordered more and more and more and you know the the life of the, the life cycle of the pipe smoker right so I ordered more and more and more <laughs> the tobacco pipes so so yeah that's how it went and for an American, we're used to when we order from one of the websites, we get maybe the tobacco or we get our order in two or three days. How long does it take for it to get to you? Oh, okay. That's a good question. I actually, um, when I order from the States, they usually don't uh, deliver to foreign countries. So uh, I, it was a little bit difficult for me because... I tried to find the solution, and then I later found actually there is a forwarding company. Uh, they, uh, they they are forwarding the goods you bought from the states to Azerbaijan. So um, from let's say I order just a single pipe from a website, it got it gets delivered to the to their warehouse as you mentioned in two or three days. And from there, it depends on the day, they ship twice a week. So it may depend, sometimes it gets a week, sometimes uh, more than a week, 10 days, sometimes 14 days I have to wait. So uh, yeah, it depends on the, uh, on the shipping time. But yeah, let's say approximately, averaging in, in a week or 10 days, something like that. We will take a break right here. When we come back, we'll talk more pipe smoking, and uh, more, uh, I don't know, more, more stories from your country. So please stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute. What are you looking for in a pipe? Is it the quality of aged briar? Is it a certain shape or finish? Maybe it's the sound engineering that ensures an effortless, smooth draw with each and every puff. That's exactly the kind of pipe Savinelli has delivered for generations now. With such a variety of shapes, finishes, and sizes, it's easy to find something that fits your sensibility and style. Just this year, we've expanded our lineup to include the Bianca, the Lancelotto, the 2015 Collection, and the final installment in the Leonardo da Vinci line, the Vitruvio. For a bolder style, try our more colorful 2015 editions as well. The exotic Cashmere, the sultry Licoricea, and the striking Archibaldino Red. So whatever you're looking for in a pipe, know there's a Savinelli waiting for you. Contact your local or online retailer to find your Savinelli today. We are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show, visiting with Javon and I mean, all the way from Azerbaijan and it's I, I'm still amazed at technology because here we are talking like we're sitting next to each other. Um, let's go back to pipe smoking. So you had some Captain Black. Did you try different styles of tobaccos? 
Um, yes, Brian, I, I actually tried Captain Black and as a cigar smoker, I was used to the real taste of the tobacco because, uh, you know, when you smoke cigars, you are mostly smoking burly type, probably burly type uh, tobacco. So they have uh, tobacco forward taste. So that's yeah. why I, I couldn't get used to that uh, aromatic taste of Captain Black. And then I was searching more and more. I was asking some people on the forums and probably I was one of those people asking very stupid questions, you know. <laughs> but later I learned that there is no stupid question in pipe smoking. And thanks to those members on the forum, they taught me a lot. They uh, they, they convinced me. They actually uh, tried ask me to uh, uh, to to um, check or uh, taste different blends. Then I uh, later bought some uh, Latakia forward blends. I bought some English blends, some Oriental forward blends. I tried all of them. Then I switched to Virginia blends, vapors, and yes, I'm I'm I smoke. Uh, all kind of stuff actually and I'm always very eager to try to uh, smoke all, all the blends you know I'm just very hungry to smoke <laughs> so have you begun to buy tobacco for aging for later well um, I haven't started aging yet uh, I have some tobacco I sure for sure like the ones I know that they are going to age well like the Escudo or the Orlik. I just bought a tin or two just to sell her and to see how it smokes uh, after a while. But I don't have many chance to buy lots of tobacco because, you know, it's something uh, very hard to uh, import uh, because of the taxes and the customs. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm mostly trying to find something here in Azerbaijan, but it's very... It's almost impossible to find pipe tobacco here. You can only have um, the OT the blends you call OTC in uh, in yeah. the states, like the Captain Black or I don't know other stuff, Erin um, Moore or those kind of stuff. Mostly coming from Europe, not even the states. And um, yeah, that's why my my I don't have a deep cellar. Mine is a little bit wide, I think. Uh, but I'm I'm always trying to. And the thing is, I always I'm always surprised to learn that people can um, determine what they're going to smoke in the future. They just determine it in <laughs> few months, in six or seven months. I can't do that. I've been smoking for three years. Well, it's for two more than two years, and I still don't know what I like and I don't like. You know, I I smoke. I don't. I probably have just few tobaccos that I don't like. I look. I like all of them. I like all type of blends, probably. Yeah, you're you're still at that very new and everything is wonderful stage. Yes, yes, that's that's absolutely right. Um, how many times a day do you get to smoke your pipe? Uh, well, usually I smoke one to two bowls per day. I used to smoke two bowls per day, but right now, because uh, my son is growing up, so I have to, <laughs> I have to, um, yeah, play with him and teach him lots of stuff. So I don't have much time. I just get to smoke one bowl after everyone sleeps, and sometimes I can't even do that because it's very late. I have to go to sleep, so just one bowl per month. I will uh, per per day. I will say. So it's more in the evening when you get to sit down and for quiet time and then smoke your pipe. Yes, that's that's right. That's right. Is uh, in in Baku is there smoking allowed in the restaurants and the bars? Um, actually, it was allowed until this year. Oh. Uh, there was, yeah, there were some restaurants they were not allowing, but uh, they were not allowing to smoke. But in most places, you could just grab your pack of cigarettes and start smoking there. But starting from this year, they uh, prohibited it. But the thing is, if you, there are some regulations, you if you have 
um, enough. Uh, how to how, how uh, I don't know how to say the word. I'm just uh, if you have enough equipment, or how can we say that? If you have the equipment which is going to clean the air, or yeah, if you have an uh, air cleaner. Yeah air cleaner or yeah enough equipment there are some standards if you have enough equipment then you are allowed to give some space for the smokers yes there are some places that do that so you can go still and eat and smoke so there are some places that you can do that in a restaurant or cafes depends on the place so there are actually places for smokers and non-smokers if you enter to a restaurant in most of the places doing that right now and then you can still smoke while you're out on the beach. Yes, of course, of course. Because uh, I've I've never been to your part of the world, but I understand the Caspian Sea is absolutely beautiful. Yes, yes. They, they, they are just uh, producing oil. They are trying to get the oil from the sea, so that's why it's causing many pollution. And the sea is not that clean right now. That's what, what I know, and I don't prefer entering to the sea but it is very beautiful it's very beautiful if you walk around the sea but it's not that beautiful if you enter to the sea <laughs> all right so let's switch back to pipe smoking and you're one of the moderators on the pipesmagazine.com forum uh, how did you become a moderator um well I was it was my second year on Pipes magazine if I'm not mistaken uh, you know I'm uh, I'm entering to the website in the morning when I'm at work or sometimes in the evening and uh, because I'm just few hours ahead of the states we are few hours ahead of the states so when I was entering to the website I was seeing some spams and some people posting unrelated stuff and some people let's say just fighting and I knew that most of the mods and Kevin was they were sleeping at that yeah. time so I offered them uh, to to become a moderator because I could have managed that when, while they were sleeping so obviously Kevin saw that very uh, found it very logical so he accepted and I became a moderator and most of all I, I received lots of help uh, lots of tobacco lots of advices even I received a free pipe so I was trying to give something back I was that that was all I can give back so I was trying to be helpful to the other people as well so that's why I decided to become a moderator and thanks to Kevin I became one what are some of the other things besides when when two people are having an argument on there? What are some of the other postings that a moderator might stop? Oh, okay. We don't have that um, much fighting on the forum, actually. You know, pipe smokers are always uh, taught to be the you know calm people. They are always the... Diligent, they're always <laughs> clever. They don't. They're patient. You know, that's what we uh, try to think when we think about pipe smokers. But yes, yeah, sometimes we have some uh, who want to fight. We well, we don't allow political stuff on the forums. Uh, people tend to uh, post uh, political stuff on the forum, and it's very difficult not to do because of the regulations and because of the politics happening in the states so they try to uh, bring their political stuff to the forum we don't let that happen other than that sometimes we have some spammers I don't know what they receive from that other than the hate but they just comment just spam and uh, post unrelated stuff and leave so we stop that one well other than that we don't have much work there to do because as I said pipe smokers are very uh, calm and patient people so you don't we don't have much work there <laughs> not not too many problems yes yes obviously not no um with pipe smoking do you like to uh do you like to sit down and and watch uh, and 
you know, watch TV with it, or do you try to do that while you do you try to smoke your pipe while you're relaxing with a book or? Well, it depends on the mood, actually. Um, sometimes I would just sit and watch a movie with my wife and smoke my pipe. Um, sometimes I prefer reading a book. Sometimes I just uh, prefer um, just taking care of the forum, you know, just uh, control, uh, just, uh, um, just, just spending some time on the forum or on yeah. the Internet. Depends on the mood. I don't have a very specific, um, uh, very specific kind of thing. I, it depends on the mood, mostly. <laughs> have you traveled with your pipes around Central, or I guess it's Central Asia and Eastern Europe? Um, let me think. Actually, because I'm not a long-time smoker, I started smoking in... From I have been smoking since 2015. I haven't traveled. Uh, I have only traveled to Georgia. It's a country near Azerbaijan. Yeah. Uh, I have traveled to Georgia with my pipe, and we even had a member living in Georgia. He was the only member from Georgia, probably. And I actually uh, messaged messaged him, and he accepted to meet. So we met. We exchanged <clears throat> some tobacco. We talked for a while, and we spent some uh, good time with him. So, and um, that's, yeah, that's the only place I remember traveling with my pipe. But I usually travel with the cigars. You know, they're more convenient to carry with you. They just need a cigar carrier and cigar, ho- uh, cigar case, portable cigar case, and that's all. But for pipe, you, you need more stuff yeah. to carry. You need the pipe. Pipe cleaners, the is a lighter, the tobacco, the pipe itself. So, yeah. But you had the first official PipesMagazine.com meetup in the uh, former Soviet Republic of Georgia. Well, yeah, if we can call it <laughs> like that, we we had it. Yeah, I was the only member from Azerbaijan. He was the only member from Georgia. So we we just uh, happened to meet there, and he's very uh he was very kind guy and very knowledgeable guy he was smoking like lots of pipe tobacco and he had very good memory of tobacco i was very surprised to see that kind of person in person actually so yeah i was very shocked actually wow well we will finish this up with the fast five final questions there's no right answer no wrong answer just whatever whatever comes to your mind are you ready I'm ready. If, if we have time, I would just like to tell yeah. just a small thing, if you don't mind. No, please, go it's ahead. Very inter- yeah, it's a very interesting thing, actually. I should have mentioned it before when you were asking about pipe smoking in Azerbaijan. Um, in English, the morning meal is called breakfast, right? Yeah. Uh, it's called breakfast because you are sleeping and obviously you are fasting through the throughout the whole night and when you wake up in the morning you're breaking the fast in yep. azerbaijan the morning meal is called galyan altı galyan means pipe altı means under so it means people were waking up in the morning morning and they were just grabbing their pipes and smoking their pipes and because it it was very unhealthy thing. They were trying to eat something, so they should have had something on their belly before smoking a pipe. So that's why we call <laughs> breakfast here. Actually, yeah, it's it's re- real thing. In in Turkish, they call it kahvaltı, meaning kahve means coffee and altı means under. So they were drinking coffee in the morning in Turkey. So and drinking coffee on an empty stomach is not a good thing. Is not a healthy thing. So they were trying to just eat very fast, something very fast, and then uh, drink their coffee. So that's how they call <laughs> uh, breakfast in Turkey. They call it under the coffee. And in Azerbaijan, we call it under the pipe. Wow. So it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. I, I searched it a little bit and realized that people were smoking. Uh, you, you know that I'm, I'm not, if I'm going to pronounce it right, the rustica, right? The yeah. tobacco rustica. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were smoking that one mostly in Azerbaijan in their pipes. 
So smoking this one in the morning very should be really tough. Like you should be a very tough guy to smoke nicotiana rustica <laughs> in the morning in your pipe. So yes, they were then they were eating something, and that's that's what we call the morning meal in Azerbaijan. It's very interesting. People don't pay too much attention to this, but it's it's very interesting thing in my opinion. That's uh, that's fascinating. I and I didn't know about the the turkish name for breakfast but it's perfect for me because i have a pipe and coffee for breakfast every morning yeah yeah you see so that's that's the lifestyle we and the people in turkey were having like a few hundred years ago probably the two or maybe two hundred years ago something like that wow so i can so tomorrow morning when i get up i'll just ask i'll just say to my wife that i'm going to have my under pipe <laughs> Yes, yes. Or under coffee. You can call it under coffee. Well, the pipe is more important to me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. That's true. And speaking of pipes, what is your favorite pipe? Oh, my favorite pipe. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't have many pipes, so I can't say that my favorite pipe. But there is one pipe that I accidentally... Uh, boat from a pipe maker he was just a very young guy he was just trying to sell some pipes to make some money and i was trying to support him i bought two pipes from him his name is josh bufford actually uh, he's from the states he was very young and i bought a very small straight um uh, the the brandy shape pipe from mm -hmm. him and it's my best smoker i don't know why but i like its shape I like the, I don't know, but it smokes really well, and it's probably my favorite pipe. And so but, far, what I, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, so, but I mostly prefer the a straight pipe, straight billiards, mostly classic shape. And what is your favorite tobacco? Uh, my favorite tobacco is, um, well, Virginia blend, but. Um, what can I say? I, I don't know. Virginia <laughs> blends. I would say Virginia blends. I love Virginias. And what is your favorite drink? Oh, my favorite drink is a uh, nice wine. And I nice wines. When it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? I prefer listening to music. What type of music do you like? Um, well, like my pipe tobacco, I prefer all, I, I listen to all types of music. I, sometimes I enjoy, I would enjoy the classical music. Sometimes I listen to, uh, the more recent house music. Sometimes I would listen to rock. It depends on the mood. Actually, I can listen to everything. It's like pipe tobacco. I can, <laughs> I can try it. You're, you're a Renaissance man. You like all different arts. Yes, 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 probably. <laughs> And, and then finally, uh, do you have a favorite pipe smoking related memory that we did not talk about? Um, I don't remember right now very interesting memory about pipe smoking, but mm, I, I don't have a specific memory that I remember right now. Yeah. But the thing about pipe smoking is when you're smoking a pipe, people would just approach you and ask about that, about the pipe, about the tobacco you're smoking and what kind of tobacco it is. And then you start telling them the things about pipe tobacco, the blends, the tobacco leaves, and etc. And they get really interested and they, um, because they have some information that they heard about the cigarettes, very negative information, and then when you talk about pipe tobacco and all the stuff, pipe-related or cigar-related stuff, they get very interesting, interested in that. So that's that's not a specific thing, but I, I've, uh, I've seen that many times. While smoking a pipe, someone would approach me and ask me about, uh, about the tobacco I'm smoking, if it's a real tobacco or not, <laughs> because people think that, yeah, it's a, it's a, probably you have the same question in the States, right? Yeah. People would approach you and just ask like, oh, is that real tobacco? <laughs> it's not like the ones they use in the cigarettes, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's real. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, the the uh, city the city of Ganja is in Azerbaijan, and that's a slang term for marijuana in the United States. Yes, that's right. That's right. I, I know that. <laughs> that's that's yeah. It's the second biggest city in Azerbaijan, actually. <laughs> so we we get the same questions here, and maybe uh, maybe you'll convert some to tobacco pipes and start the uh, the Baku Pipe Club. Um, well, yes, actually, I have some an idea like that. I just need more time to focus on that. But I, I have some idea like that, and I didn't want to mention it. But yeah, thanks for saying that. I'm, <laughs> I was going to make it as a surprise on the forum, like creating a local pipe club here. But yeah, you, since you've mentioned, so <laughs> I'm planning to do that actually. Well, well, good, and maybe someday I can come and sit and smoke a pipe with the pipe club. Oh, sure, sure, yes, whenever you want to, you're always welcome. As long as it's during the summertime, because the winter is too cold. Yes, it's it's too cold, and the thing is, it's too windy here. Uh, Baku is actually called, its nickname is the City of the Winds. It's very windy throughout the whole year, even in the summer it's windy. Oh. And in, in the winter, you can imagine when it's, um, when it's, two or three Celsius degrees. I don't know how how to say it in Fahrenheit. So in two Celsius degrees would be probably what? 38, 30, 37 Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah. And if it's windy, it will actually, it would feel colder. Yeah. It will, you will feel like it's minus, minus degrees. So yeah, it's, it's very cold here in the winter. Well, Javon, thank you very much again for joining us. This has been absolutely wonderful, and uh, thank you for doing all the work you do on the forums. Well, Brian, thank you very much for uh, for the opportunity, for calling, for taking care of everything. And I actually try to uh, listen to the podcast as as soon as I find time. If I don't, I will just save it and listen it on my car to the work. Uh, you, you guys are doing a great job and like there is one world here and there is one Pipes Magazine radio show on this world. It's very interesting. It's, it's, very, um, it's very difficult thing to do actually. Thanks for doing that. You, you guys are doing a great job, you and Kevin. So I can't thank you enough for, for doing this great job. Thanks to you actually. You are very welcome and we'll be back in just a minute. I'm Jeremy Reeves, head blender of Cornell & Deal Pipe Tobacco Company. Since 1990, Cornell & Deal has been producing high-quality pipe tobacco, expertly blended by hand using time-honored methods, unique recipes, and no small amount of innovation. One example of such innovation is our bestseller, Autumn Evening. We start with whole leaf red Virginia and strip the stems by hand. The tobacco is then cut into ribbons and cooked for two days according to our unique recipe to create our special Red Virginia Cavendish. Then we infuse the tobacco while it's still hot with our secret flavoring to achieve the sublime sweetness, deep flavor, and delightful aroma that makes Autumn Evening so well loved by our loyal customers and everyone around them as they enjoy this very special blend. Cornell & Deal Pipe Tobacco Company. It's a labor of love. Contact your local or online retailer for information. This is Internet Radio. I am back, and if you want to reach out to Javon, uh, go on to pipesmagazine.com, go to the forums. His forum name is J-V-N-S-H-R. That's J-V as in Victor, N-A-N-S-H-R. Uh, uh, amazing. It still amazes me when you get people that speak, you know, three, four languages and can converse in it and you know, communicate in multiple languages. And here I am stumbling around trying to uh, just, you know, keep grab of the English language as little as I can. Um, all right. So anyway, moving on um, for music. You know, I, I realized uh, yesterday that the only time I've really played Bing Crosby is during Christmas time. 
and uh, was skimming through some of uh, the uh, the great Bing Crosby albums and found this one on Spotify. It's a song called April Showers. April showers may come your way. They bring the flowers that bloom in May. So if it's raining, have no regrets. Because it isn't raining, rain, you know it's violets and where you see clouds upon the hills you soon will see crowds of daffodils so keep on looking for a bluebird and listening for his song Whenever April showers come along So if it's raining, raining, have no regrets because it isn't raining rain You know it's raining violets And where you see clouds upon the hills You soon will see crowds of daffodils So keep on looking for a bluebird just smooth i mean that's the best way to describe him smooth for all seasons and uh, i hate to say it but i'm glad we had bing when we did because in today's market i don't think he had the ego behind him to survive you've got mail pattern baldness in the mailbag, let's start off with a very much appreciated uh, five-star review from Pipe and Tamper on iTunes. Uh, Pipe and Tamper writes, The Pipes Magazine radio show is the granddaddy of tobacco pipe podcasting. Brian has been in the business for years and is the perfect host for the show. Keep up the good fight, Brian. Thank you very much and uh, do really appreciate that uh, five-star review because uh, last week sometime we got a one-star review. So if you get a chance, please go on to iTunes and register. If you're not already registered, sign up with them and give us a, a five-star rating and a review. Much appreciated. Uh, it does help the show stay up in the searches there, I guess. Uh, anyway, going back to uh, last week's show with Eric Hollenbeck, uh, Dan Locklear writes, uh, Dear Brian, Eric Hollenbeck, both as an artisan and as a human being working to make the world a better place is an inspiration. Thank you for introducing us to him through your excellent interview on this week's show. We can also celebrate his being a dedicated pipe smoker. Yes, we can. Uh, and then also MSO489 writes, Good Lord, I'm glad the guy has time to smoke a pipe to eat. He's definitely getting it done. Yeah, he's, he's, he's busy. And then uh, Down Home Smoker writes, uh, Great interview, Brian. When you mentioned on Facebook that Eric's story was a fascinating one, that was an understatement. The pipe that has the shrapnel in it would be a sight to see. It's great to hear he was able to overcome that horrible experience and help at-risk youth. What an upstanding guy. Pleasant smokes. 
Yeah, you know, and and you'll hear more comments about Eric, but uh, I mean, just to talk about a guy that's making uh, lemonade out of lemons. Uh, Casey Ghost writes, yeah, this show is really terrific. When you have a terrific person for an interview subject, you don't have to pry into details of his pipe collection. I was really pleased to hear the Army did the right thing by awarding him his medals. Up until the the Gulf War, we didn't respect veterans very much, but it is great to see it now. I was drafted in 1966, but was sent to Germany for two years instead of Vietnam. I have nothing but respect for the guys who did go. And boy, did Eric, Eric was there. Uh, And then finally, Dino says, this was a powerful, inspiring, and ultimately satisfying conversation with Eric. I have nothing but deep respect for Eric's service to our country and his continued efforts and contributions to his community, despite the baggage he carries. And like Dan, I'm glad the Army has finally done right by him. I also enjoyed your visit to Pipe Shops of Yore. I spent many an hour and much legal tender in those kinds of shops. I remember the first time the buffing wheel ate my pipe at Ewan Reese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then he says, The sound of my aged Algerian briar pipe being torn from my hands and slamming against the metal hood scarred, scarred the crap out of me. Or scared the crap out of me. Uh, great show. Thanks, Dino. Um, hey, listen, if you, uh, if, if you like uh, many others did enjoy the show, please go to the Blue Ox Mills website, blueoxmill.com, and uh, just send Eric a message and uh, thank him for his service and for coming on the show. And I will say also that, you know, this is one of the, one of the things that I absolutely love about the pipe smoking community as a whole is you get people like Javon, who I've now connected with from a completely foreign country who we would have never met and people like Eric. And you're right. Most of the discussions are, yeah, there's some technical aspects to pipes and pipe smoking, but most of it's really just about the people and, uh, the wonderful hobby that we share. All right, now that I've said nice stuff, uh, rant time next. Cowboy. Cowboy. I am the leading expert on my own opinion, and in my opinion, we are the only country in the Western world that has an entire industry, an entire industry dedicated to beating the tax system. Yeah, we have an entire industry of uh, tax professionals and tax filers and companies whose job it is is to find all the loopholes that we have in our system. And to the best of my knowledge, and in my opinion, we are the only country in the Western world that has that. I do know of countries like Denmark in particular where you have your taxes taken out of your pay or your earnings and then you just at the end of the year you have a 15 minute little form that you have to fill out if there was any changes to it and you submit it. Everybody does it at home. Well, we are the only country that has people that work nine months out of the year to prepare for three months of tax preparation to submit the taxes and then charge you for it. We are the only country that has loophole after loophole after loophole to figure out ways to not pay taxes, and we pay people professional money to figure out ways to not do that. Taxes are inevitable. Taxes are part of civilization. Taxes should be fair and reasonable, and these are my opinions, and you're welcome to your own, Uh, but taxes should not have an entire industry dedicated to trying to escape or avoid or delete them or do whatever it is that tax professionals do. And I use a very good tax professional because that's what the system is. We are the only country, and you know what? We need to figure out how to fix that. So, there you go. Tax day rant. All right, I'm done with it for a year. I'll get over it. I'll go back to my other things that bother me. Uh, please email me comments comments at uh, Brian uh, comments to Brian at pipesmagazine.com. 
suggestions, Brian at PipesMagazine.com. You can post all your comments on the Pipes Magazine radio show page, and I'll read them right there. Follow me on Facebook, and the Pipes Magazine radio show page has a... uh, Uh, The Pipes Magazine radio show has its own page on Facebook. And if you would like to see more and learn more about my Disney pipe and tobacco collection, most of it is on the Disney Tobacchiana fan page on Facebook there as well. For you to look at, feel free to poke around. So I want to send a special thank you to Javon for joining me. Thank you all for tuning in. And until next time. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and think about sunny weather. You are the leading asshole in the state.